Emma Ross is the Senior Research Fellow in Chatham House Global Health Program. Should we train journalists to report in a more scientifically accurate way, or should we train scientists in storytelling? Listen to what she has to say. We had a very vibrant discussion about science and journalism, and science journalism itself, and, and there is a difference. Um, most of the upshot was that scientists need to do a better job of engaging with the public to increase science literacy among the population. That science literacy is crucially important, especially for things like pandemics and outbreak control. It all comes down to the community and public behavior. That's what beats a disease outbreak. You can have all the policies you like, but if the public is not on board, not trusting the government, the scientists, the information, their behavior will have detrimental effects for control. So a lot of the discussion was about whose responsibility is what, um, what are the main issues, and what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So should we scientifically train journalists to be able to write, talk, or research in a more adequate way, or should we train scientists in storytelling? Um, it really needs to be a bit of both. So we had a, a very active discussion about the value of specialist science writers, that it is different to normal journalism. There's a lot more at stake we're talking when you're talking about health. People are making life and death decisions about for themselves and about other people, about how they interact with other people. So there is, uh, there is a little bit more at stake uh, for a journalist that's writing about science. And it is difficult to understand. The concept of uncertainty and not having all the answers is something that needs to be accepted and explained. Because as journalists, you want a yes-no answer. You want what is the answer. And sometimes in science, you don't know. And, and it takes a lot of skill and training to be comfortable with that and to be able to explain that. And also the way that science works, science evolves. So, you know, one day we say, you shouldn't wear masks. The next day we say, yes, you should wear masks. Then we're saying, you must wear masks. Then it's, you don't need to wear masks. As, as a member of the public, and you're looking at this like, well, were they wrong the first time? Uh, they didn't get it or they were lying to us it's it's about understanding that science evolves and it's it's an iterative process and your expertise and, and the evidence changes and then policy changes as the evidence changes. well it should it doesn't always but um, that and that plays a lot into trust um, of the public in science in scientists and in government there's also the issue of government um, involving scientists in communicating to the public. So when you have a credible public health leader that is trusted, public behavior that's, that's favorable to outbreak control is much easier um, when it comes with expertise than a politician telling you you should do that. And actually what, what we've tracked at, at Chatham House as far as the solidarity that the population had with the official response 
when there was a trusted public health face where that figure was there delivering the information. So you had some countries where in the press conference, it's not the prime minister, it's not the ministers that are giving the information. They're sitting in the audience with the journalists and with, with the public. It is the public health experts that are delivering it. In other countries, the, the politicians were the front of that and they wanted the scientists to validate whatever the policy was. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to tell how big a factor it is, but it is certainly a factor as far as trust and, in, and an outcome of the outbreak control. I'm not sure whether we're in a better position or a worse position because you could argue it both ways because where there is a lack of understanding, there would be a certain portion of the public that you will never convince with science. Just like, you know, humans make decisions very emotionally. It's not always evidence-based or you can tell them the facts till you're blue in the face. That's not necessarily how they'll make decisions. And when there is politics mixed into that, party politics you're not really going to be able to come to an understanding with that section of the public. But for the most part, I think the more honest and straightforward you can be, there is an improvement. But it was so confusing with the science changing and with these pre-scientific publications coming out before they were really vetted by their peers, before peer review, that the floodgates were opened, so there was a lot of noise in the information. So do people trust scientists? I, I haven't done a poll, but I would think the situation would be mixed. And, and I think people who already had formed their opinions before the pandemic, I'm not sure it improved the situation. I think people who may have been on the edge may have fallen into more distrust. Interviews conducted in person by Panagiotis Menegos at SNF Nostos 2022 Health Conference. Mixing and sound design by Alsa Thanasopoulos. For more audio content by IMED, go to podcast.imed.org.